So we're gonna get up in the podcast up in here and we're gonna talk about the jello pudding and the new coke and uh, not anything else. <laughs> Gentlemen, you realize that we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes. You've got to do something about it. You've got. Baffling question. Astounding question. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? He is the star of the highest rated series in television history. The winner of four 1987 People's Choice Awards, including favorite all-time male entertainer. The best-selling comedian of all time on records. You don't mean... Yes. He's got America in the palm of his hand. All right. And now you've got him on video cassette. But I have nothing to wear. Your average tale of your not-so-average super spy. Kill him! Adventure so cool. You can taste it. Mango. America's living room legend, Bill Cosby. How'd you get on this tape? In Leonard Part 6, on video cassette, only from RCA Columbia Pictures Home Video. So what else is new? Hello and welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, is this, is this, podcasts, and more. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Guess what, bitches? We got you a guest today. What? Yeah. First guest of season two. <laughs> Let's go ahead and introduce Ben Boardman. Yay! Yay! Hi, Ben. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> Ben, you have been uh, awesome and recorded a lot of our earlier episodes. And uh, I have. We, we wanted to have you on for a while. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we decided to throw you a, a fun little uh, a fun little romp <laughs> starring. Uh, Is that what that was? <laughs> uh, was that a romp? It, it was something. We got together to watch a movie called Leonard Part Six from the year of our Lord, nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> and. <laughs> and uh, this movie, of course, starring America's um, drunk stepfather, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> what they used to call him, America's dad? Or he America's was America's dad, yeah. 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 Time, yeah. 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 Um, this was after the Cosby show, right? Or during? Uh, I can find out. No, I think it was like during. It's, it's during, it's yeah. During. It's yeah. still, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was so still going strong at that was point. super popular at this time. Because I don't think Rudy was adult yet. So the, okay. the, the, mm-hmm. the show is going very strong at this point. Yeah, to to get the elephant in the room out of the way, I mean, this movie does feature uh, Gloria Foster, who played the Oracle in the Matrix, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. Which is that who the, she was? That's yes. T- t- <laughs> well, I knew I, rem- I I knew her from somewhere, but I, I couldn't remember. So it's it's a very awkward movie to talk about because she's no longer with us, and um, for no other reason than that. She was amazing in the Matrix. She was. Yeah, she was really she good. Loved she really her was. In and, that. and she'll always be remembered fondly for that and <laughs> and this and for no other reason. For no other reason. Oh no! Oh my god! My head is exploding right now. 
And yeah, it, it occurred to me when you guys first got here. I'm wearing a sweater. It was completely by accident. I, you too. Yeah, I didn't even think on. about it. No. Zip, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Had any? Has anyone here seen this movie? I saw because it was on like every afternoon on HBO, like throughout the '90s, because they bought cheap stuff and would just show it over and over again. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Okay. Oh. At, really? You know, just because it was on. But I had not seen it in years. Yeah. And so I I remembered bits and pieces of it. And yeah, yeah. Is it still the comedic masterpiece that you remember? <laughs> well, Does it know, hold up like Xanadu? Sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, uh, I remember it being not good at the time. What do you mean? Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> what do you mean? What, that it wasn't good? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, this is no. the, it came from the bottom. We didn't change the format. Oh, I know no, it's been a while. No, we did not. <laughs> yes. No. no. Uh, I had, I had never seen it before. Um, I remember when it came out, because uh, I remember all the ads for it. And for some reason, I, th- I think it's because that uniform that he wears, which I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll talk about. Always made me think it was a space yes. movie. Yeah. I always yes. thought it was some futuristic, like fighting in space kind it's of sci-fi. Thing. sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's it not. Is not. It is. Poster. It is now. I know yeah. it is not that at all. No. Yeah. I mean, at the time, this is at, at probably the height of his popularity, mm-hmm. and um, of course, I wanted to see it. Let's say I would have been. 11 at the time when this came out so of course i wanted to see it but uh then you know this is pre-internet so i got my my movie reviews from where everybody got them back then siskel and ebert and they trashed this movie hard and now i know why Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh so i never did end up going to see it how about you no you hadn't seen it before (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> one day. One day. One day. It's going to happen. There, there, there might myself. be one <laughs> that I've seen that will. That's coming up, but I have no idea. I doubt it. Um, I I had not seen this movie before. I was. I, my parents hadn't even thought about me when this movie was released in theaters. So, <laughs> yeah. I uh, this is the first view for me. And yeah, I'd heard of it before. It's Probably. on several people's lists of worst movies ever made. Ever made. Like yeah. ever made. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, you know, we and it being a comedy, I guess I wasn't looking forward to going into this, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess we'll we'll all co- kind of cover our feelings as we proceed along. <laughs> I don't know. So. It's kind of it's kind of a comedy the same way it's a sci-fi, right? You know, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Well said, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, Zip, do you have the IMDb description for this film? The CIA asks for ex-spy Leonard Parker's help in stopping evil genius Medusa Johnson, who is brainwashing small animals into killing people. Leonard, however, has his own problems to deal with, winning back his ex-wife. Pretty accurate. It's yeah, that's, accurate. I mean, they're that's, 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 that's a, that is a good they're summation. They're separated. They're yeah. estranged, so, yeah. but yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. That being said, let's just go ahead and jump right in, I suppose. We open on some really nice uh, fuck me music with children's <laughs> drawings that, over the background. Yeah. God, what was the... What I, is that be like, because like, hey, Cosby family oriented until a couple I decades later? Don't, I, I mean, have no idea well, what the titles mean. It, I, I think this is our first clue uh, in that they had no idea what tone they were going no. for. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Right. Which becomes very 
obvious as the movie goes along. But okay. this is the first part. It looks like a cute little kids movie with kids drawings of of animals like, like really kicking kicking yeah. the credits and and stuff like that. Or conversely, you know, like mm-hmm. a creepy eighties movie that right. has those childlike themes, but you know is R-rated and has dolls killing things. Sure. You know, it's, and I-rated right, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, and that's yeah. the music. I mean, the music that's playing yeah. is is sort of a Bond-esque, kind like, spy yeah. theme yeah. in a minor yeah. key kind yeah. of thing, but yet we have these bright, colorful animals kicking people's names. Yeah. Was, <laughs> the last one was what bugged me the most. It was like the dog next to the director credit, and it, it had like the little hinge where it you can you can tell it's supposed to move right on its leg. And so I'm like, is it going to piss on the director name? Is that what it's going for? But no, it just kicks it. It just yeah, yeah. because the leg goes up because you think it's about yeah. to piss. Yeah, yeah. it's subverting no. our expectations. <laughs> we cold open on what they were planning to use in the trailer of the film because it's. We get like the best of clips of what's to come in the final act of the film. Yeah, yeah. Right. Three three big action sequences. Yeah, because yeah. we see uh, he in the, like this the sedan tank. with a with a tank. The gun. Porsche tank. The, yes, yes, the Porsche tank. We see him uh, do ballet, and then we see him jump off of an ostrich to a bad blue screenshot, and then it just cuts to this butler of his and uh, who was narrating the story. Yeah. Yes. Fucking Tom Courtney, <laughs> like two-time Oscar nominee, Tom Courtney, and he greets us. He's the, he's his butler, and he says, "You know, you're probably wondering what the fuck this is about." <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yes. And, and what bugged me about this was he, he's basically saying like this all took place in a week, and these are all things that happened in the amazing life of this interesting person. But mm-hmm. it sets it up like because he, he he says he says you're probably wondering what happened in. Parts, parts one, one through, through five, five yeah. yeah, which those tapes were sadly lost. But like, why wouldn't you take advantage of that and just have like interesting, like cool or even goofy shit filmed that isn't in the movie? Well, it's not even that itself. it was lost; is the government has sealed them, sealed it for yeah. you know, in the interests of yeah. national world, security world or something. Security. Yeah, but, but regardless, like, like why not just like film some like wacky shit? Have that be like the teaser for those parts that you never see. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. previously in these parts, and then you get a setup for the character rather than just spoiled the big budget shit that happens later in the film. Although I have to say, I, the butler was my favorite character. Oh, he was great. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, really kind of like decided that he was going to be in a movie uh, that was in his own head and just yeah. sort of went with it. Yeah. And I think that worked. Uh, yeah. He was the only one who understood the movie he was in. Yeah. Yes. Which was the one he was developing in right. his own in head. His yes. mind. Because yes. the director yes. couldn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we open on, uh, I guess, the, the first assassination, like where we meet the CIA agent. I can't remember what his name was, but he's in a pool with Doesn't some matter. hot supermodel, and he jumps in the pool with her. Meanwhile, this assassin guy, he's talking to a fish. He forwards along the info, that his headshot, to another guy who has a fish. It's like a rainbow right. trout. And, yeah. It is a rainbow trout. Yes. That's mm-hmm. important. That's God. important. I, like, as soon as like the... the fucking trout started barking i knew i was done <laughs> I yeah I, I, wrote, I wrote down is that fish barking it, like a dog yeah that's what i wrote was it a puppet it, no that no. comes later no. okay okay no okay. that I, was I, a I, fish that comes later that was a real fish i wasn't sure yeah. um because they, they let it loose and it goes down like this dirty ass tunnel where you see all kinds of weird shit in the tunnel leading to the pool you see yeah it's a water pipe in the bay in yeah. san francisco Leading to a swimming That somehow pool. leads directly to a swimming pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, like, skulls. You see, like, like 
magazine. He's he, yeah. He's the fish stops to go back and look at a Playboy, Playboy. magazine the and then of takes Playboy, off yeah. the cover of a Playboy and then takes off. There's some implications off. I don't want to think about. Well, right. and here then that's the thing. So so we see these opening credits right with these childlike drawings, and then we also see in the t- in the credits in the title credits that there's a choreographer. So. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We still don't know what kind of movie we're mm-hmm. in. Are we in a musical? And then we get a fish going back to look at a Playboy. Right. So mm-hmm. who the hell is this movie for? I, I, I really don't know. Still don't know. Yeah. yeah the, so it, it enters the pool and then it attacks the guy and then you know no blood because I no. guess this is like PG. I think it's PG. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even though we get an F bomb later, but mm-hmm. hey, that's it. It, it, it. He's a CIA agent who's been apparently investigating this case that we hear of later. And we cut to the CIA room where they're discussing how to combat these animal attacks that are apparently going around. And the Joe Don Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell! Mitchell! And his name is Snyderburn. What yeah. is that? Snyderburn. Ridiculous. Yeah. But all of the other people sitting around the table have the last names of former presidents. Uh, did they? Yeah, yeah Jefferson, yeah. Okay. Madison. Jefferson, Madison. Yes. Um, there was an Adams. Yes. There was, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. they're, they're talking about these animal attacks that have been going on uh, t- regarding their operatives, and they need to do something about it. So they decide to call in one of their specialists, but they, they're like, hey, Monroe. he's retired. He's not Monroe. Back. Well, yeah. another, oh, yeah. Monroe. Yes, another right. former yeah. president. Yeah. They send Monroe to get, get the, the, get Parker, the retired, yeah. yeah. His name is Leonard Parker, and he now owns a restaurant. He was apparently their, their top guy. And mm-hmm. now he's out of the business. He owns a very nice restaurant in San Francisco, and right. then Monroe is there to get him. And he devises a, a really strange ruse to even get his attention because he goes into the restaurant. This is off screen. He sits down, he orders a meal, waits for his food to come there, and then he stares at the fish. Then he tells Leonard that he needs the fish isn't fresh, and to prove it to him by taking him into the kitchen to see the the other fish. Right. But he takes him into the kitchen obviously to get him alone, but. There's maybe almost as many people in the kitchen as there are in the, the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are. The kitchen is absolutely full it's of absolutely chefs full and, of, yeah. and so, wh- waiters and what and why have you. Did they send a guy to kill Leonard and well, not just I bring him in? I don't think they in? did. It was it was like implied that like Monroe had a, had a thing beef? or a beef of some okay. sort. Okay, all right. So he was going to kill him. It wasn't well implied, but it okay. was no, because I, I never picked up. It. I was confused as well. Yeah, yeah. it didn't make sense. Uh, it, it's just, uh, yeah, it's the inciting incident, I guess, whatever. But It's so that they could have a action scene. You can't see me doing air quotes, but I'm doing air quotes. Oh <laughs> You're air quoting so, so hard. Yes. Yeah, an, a, an action scene early in the movie. And it's so lame because like it's, it, it's, so it's just him chasing around Bill Cosby through the kitchen, but Bill Cosby's just kind of like moseying around. He's yeah. not like doing anything impressive. Well, that's how all of these action yeah. scenes go because he's not an action star. No. Right, but like they don't even shoot it like cleverly. No, like, no. Like they confident. don't. So he's just moseying around. Meanwhile, uh, you know, what's this fuck? Monroe is just like taking shots at him. And every time he misses, it does something to help the cook. It does make something to help food. the chef make one of the dishes. And from, yeah. from the, the chef's reactions, this happens all the time. That's yeah. what I wrote. Yeah. They are, they are not responding the to gunfire right. at, at all. all. No. Right. They are just, oh, the olive oil is pouring, so I'll put my pan under it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I actually take it back because there are some shots where I'm wondering if they're trying to make him look more Bill Cosby look more proficient, I guess, because there are some really weird moments where you see the uh, the frame rate slow down, mm-hmm. like it, for no reason. Like it's not like an action in these shot. You just see him like slowly ducking, I guess, because they just wanted to linger on that shot a little bit longer. But 
it's just a very strange editing choice. Mm-hmm. And also, why was the why was Monroe sticking his tongue out the entire time while he was firing the gun? Did you notice that? I didn't notice <laughs> that. Every shot he takes, he's like, <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, it's, it's like way out there. It's like it's just, just wide open tongue hanging out. Yeah, kind of. Okay. This is CIA no, operative. Like if he was like a mobster, okay, maybe that's just his thing. Like he's you know Danny the tongue. I don't know, but <laughs> no, it, it's a very his last shot. He just goes. Like like all Gene Simmons, like all out there. It was like wow. very strange. Well, you know, Jack, that's a well-known uh, sniper technique because you have to ta- ta- taste the wind yes. for where it's coming from. That's so what, that's so what Monroe was doing. Going. Okay, yes. but of yeah. <laughs> you think you've just fixed Leonard Part 6. Congratulations, Ben. It's what I do. Oh. I fix I fix terrible movies. Well, let's unfix it because he takes a shot. <laughs> he takes a shot and it ricochets around the room because he thinks he has Leonard pinned. Mm-hmm. He takes a shot. You see the bullet ricocheting around the room. You hear it, and then like one guy walks in with a with a tray and it bounces off of that, and then it clearly hits him in the back. And of it the hits head. Monroe mm-hmm. in the back of the head, but no blood. no blood, no blood, and you see his head go into the fish tank. Where again, there's no blood. There's, yeah. No, yeah. Blood. there's no blood. So did you just get knocked unconscious by a fucking bullet? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, because it had know. ricocheted so many times. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's it. Yeah. And, and so we cut back to this. Well, I mean, even before that, there's one scene where Leonard holds a pan, a, like a frying pan, up mm-hmm. in front of his face, and Monroe fires like six shots into that pan. Right. And it creates holes in the pan, all around the pan. And then afterwards, he pulls the pan down, hands it to a chef, and says, make spaghetti. Right. And the the chef pours a pot of spaghetti into it, and the water starts draining out the bottom. Which implies those holes mean the bullet went straight went through. through the pan, <laughs> yeah. which means he should have six bullets lodged in his, his face. face. And he has several guns, by the way. We should point that out. He has like a Magnum at first, then he has an Uzi. He, he goes through like a lot of different guns. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's part of the gimmick, I suppose, but it doesn't amount to anything. No. Nope. Nope. And, and so we cut back to that CIA boardroom where we, were, where we were at earlier, and we see Leonard dragging Monroe's body in there, which, again, that has a whole lot of implications. Like, he left the restaurant with his body. He's been dragging, because the body is still wet. There's water yeah. trailing yes. behind the body. Yes. So he dragged this body all the way from his restaurant to the CIA headquarters. Actually, the whole water thing makes sense because every time, like, they have this gag in this boardroom where people keep stepping on or around him, and every time they do, you hear this sound. The squish. The squish. But it yeah. sounds like a waterbed. Sa- it doesn't sound like a human. The sound effects in this movie are oh, the yeah, they're worst. worst. Oh, they're horrible. The they sound editing was horrible. Although I, I actually enjoyed the, the tripping over Monroe. No, that <laughs> gag. I did <laughs> enjoy that gag. Movie. That was that one of my favorite was, gags was in the whole it's movie. The, it's the Foley work. That oh, the Foley work's like, terrible. No, it's just the sound. Just the reactions of oops again. It's like the same woman trips over him twice, going one way, and then trips over him again, going the other way. Like, you didn't remember he was there. And the reactions It is funny. Okay, so then they, they, they start the projector to brief Leonard on the whole situation going on. Apparently, this woman named Medusa Johnson, she has this sphere that it, she's using to make animals attack different people, including operatives, and she's apparently going to make some strike on the San Francisco Bay in like 30 to 40 hours of time. One thing that stood out to me that was weird, Jodan Baker, during all these scenes, is sitting at the very head of the table where the projector, like right in front of the projector screen, but mm-hmm. when they showed the projector screen... His head's not like at all anywhere near it. Which right. yeah. that would have been funny. Why didn't they do that? Right. Like, like his head just happens <laughs> to be in the shot. Like it just seemed like a weird choice to have him clearly framed like that, but then to do nothing with it. Okay, so then we meet Medusa, our villain. Medusa is a vegetarian because that's that's part of the joke. 
I, I guess. Right, and that people around the world are being killed by assassin cats and squirrels and gophers. Yes. Basically, mm, yeah. that's what ha- she's got some sort of program that has small animals. Uh, well, and we find out later, larger animals, but small animals killing people. They can't uh, just attack her because they want to use her resources for themselves. They want to find right, a way yeah. to use her abilities. Leonard asks, why don't you just blow her up? And Joe Don Baker pulls the Paul Reiser from Aliens and says, we want to study her and we want her secrets. Yeah, so. yep, yeah, nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Leonard declines to help. Uh, <laughs> Leonard declines bringing her in. So uh, Joe Don Baker exposits that... Leonard's wife left him seven years ago, and that's setting up the character development, I guess, for our lead. Uh, Leonard goes back home where we are introduced to his daughter, who's just dropped in with all of her luggage. All right. How do we start with this story? Uh, (laughs) So she's an aspiring actress. Yep. And she's dating Mm -hmm. her director. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, he learns all this pretty much like in their first interaction in the scene. Played by Moses Gunn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Who you will recognize. Look him up. He's, he was fantastic, uh, and he's sixty-six years old which, <laughs> in the movie. Which yes. Really bothered me about that because yeah, so yeah, like he's his daughter's like twenty, 20. years old, and mm-hmm. and he is very obviously very elderly. Right. Well, I said, well, no, I just the note I wrote is oh, a sixty-six-year-old man with a twenty-year-old girl. At least it's consensual. Mm. Right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's true. Well, the thing the uh, the, the thing that like he did his line of. You know, you're old. He's old, he's old enough to be my father. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you guys look about the same yeah, age. Yeah. Eight, I looked it up. Eight years difference. Yeah. There yeah, you eight go. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Eight years difference. Yeah. yeah. And he's Italian. He plays an Italian. Yeah. His name's uh, Giorgio. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like when you first realize, like, hey, like my daughter's dating this old guy. Bill, it cuts to a close up of Bill Cosby, and he, like he just like rolls his eyes, like, oh, her. Like it's like it's mm. a very strange reaction, and you see this from him a couple times throughout the movie, mm-hmm. just like an exasperated eye roll, as opposed to like, what the fuck? And it's is just a it's robber? it's just a cut to him for that specific, that specific gesture, yeah. right, right. And then it cuts back to the action, and it was it's just a weird cut. I'm guessing they just didn't have a good reactionary shot in post, maybe. Well, it, I mean, if you kind of look back at at Bill Cosby's career, he only has a couple looks. Well, yeah. and like right. that, and and you know, he doesn't do anger very well no. or you know he just does confusion and i'm so over this right you know a lot you know from from the tone of this thing is you know he didn't want to play the befuddled character so he, he's trying to do this debonair you know oh i'm above it all sort of thing right and it yeah it doesn't work it, doesn't no, it, doesn't it does not work right and yeah so so leonard and Giorgio have this private talk while his daughter goes to get him this giant sandwich i'm not sure if that was a gag or if it just happened to be like it didn't it's it's supposed to be a joke because he gives another reaction to the size of the sandwich but it's so brief and subtle like you don't like i i could not register if that was intended as a joke or if it just happened to be because it only took her like 30 seconds Mm -hmm. right to make it and then because she was only gone for like 30 seconds and then she just appears back in the doorway with Mm -hmm. this huge sandwich just a nice slide into the room though i gotta say (laughs) Nice slide, There's yeah. some nice physicality that happens every and, once in a while, and a glass bottle of Coke. Well, yeah, because yeah, holy shit, <laughs> was that not prominent <laughs> in the next so shot? Product placement. He, they made oh sure God. that yep. the bottle was turned was, so that Coke was, was directly like, facing the camera. Here's the Coke. Mm. Here it yeah. is. Giorgio leaves. We cut to the scene where this other operative named Charles Polk is spying on Medusa's lair, which that sounds a lot cooler than it is. It's like a tuna fish factory. International, International tuna, tuna. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and uh, 
we we meet we meet Gloria Foster, her character Medusa. She enters uh, with her. She has her posse. She has her muscle, and I guess her 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 husband. Yeah, Andy. Just, yeah, Andy. There were so many huge beloved Andy, my beloved Andy. Men, yeah, and then Andy in a wheelchair. Yeah, who's, who all he ever he, says is kill him. Kill him. Yeah, I liked, I liked that. Kill him. He Andy. was, he was almost when, like when he's not burping, <laughs> when he's not burping right. and having to take uh, Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer. Yeah, I, I he's constantly popping Alka Seltzer. Yeah, he was nearly my hobo. Yeah, so I close. I would not have blamed you. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I loved, I loved Andy. <laughs> um, and, and so he's like, yeah, he's like, kill him, and, and she <laughs> says, no, I, I'm gonna let something else do it, and so she sends frogs after him because he's in his mm-hmm. car outside of the factory and you see yeah. frogs hopping around his car and they eventually a bunch of them congregate around it and then they all they hop. all congregate <laughs> under it and then in unison <laughs> start hopping so that the car is jumping like a frog and, itself and while it's slowly towards the bay because well, he's been writing notes too what about what he's been hearing and he hears right. like, starts writing gribbit Gribbit, 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 yeah. And then, like, yeah, it hops him into the car. But first of all, like, why does it like? Because it sh- shows his car sinking into the into the bay. He could have gotten out of the car at any time. Because it took at least a full minute for the car to get into the water. Right. He could have just gotten out of the car. <laughs> While it was mid air, <laughs> and you saw these little frog legs hanging from the bottom. <laughs> I can't help it. It was funny. <laughs> and Ugh, and we find that the word to activate the animals, we've heard it once before, mm. but now it gets solidified that yeah. it's quellish. <laughs> I don't I, I I don't have no idea. They never explain why it's that's the word that activates the animals, but it's quellish. Leonard, uh, I, I guess this whole thing with his daughter and this guy that she's dating is is all a catalyst for him to call up his wife because he wants he's not over her at all. Like he really wants to, to hook up with her again. He wants to fix things, and so he's like, you know, he's talking to his butler, who's his confidant. He's like, hey, you you think this is like something I should talk to my wife about? You know, about my daughter dating this guy, and he's like, whatever, sir. And so, <laughs> and so I guess he calls her. He works with the courage and does it. And she says, like right off the bat, it's like two a.m. in the morning. By the way, yeah, right. Well, that's that's the thing. The the the, the like, sh- do you think I should call her? Well, it's two a.m. And yeah. she's like, well, yeah, this is an excuse to call her. And it was it was this like, and and the butler was like, all right, if you're gonna do yeah, it, go sure, ahead. go ahead, yeah. And it, it, it works because you see her pick up the phone. You don't even see her her full face. You just see her you mouth, see her mouth right. and her nails. Yeah, yeah. And and she says, "Yes, come over tomorrow for dinner." And so he's like, "All mm-hmm. right, yeah, I'd love to. Let's let's do this." And yes, but we are in this scene. We also find out the reason why she left. Yes, oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. is because she <laughs> came home to find him in the hot tub with a nineteen-year-old girl. Even though he swears that he never touched her or except, did anything with her. Except with the birch leaves. Well. Because Frayn says, but to be fair, sir, Mrs. Parker did find the two of you naked in the sauna, switching each other with birch leaves. Yeah, it's not like a date right. or anything. Yeah, I mean, and she was 19. So, yeah. And we never... That and we that's hear, all that's we get. That's all we get. Yeah. Yeah. He That's never explains what was actually happening. Right. He ne- there's no excuses given. It's just, but I didn't do anything. Sure. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems like that's that is what was happening. <laughs> that's exactly what was happening. You know, they were in the sauna switching each other with birch leaves. But why? 
Yeah, I and how think is it's that? a weird. It's and you know, why are they are, naked are, while like, doing weird, that? I watch and a lot of travel shows, so there's a lot of you know, <laughs> in in like Eastern European, they are, they do hit each other with like. So it was some sort of uh, cleansing yeah. ritual that we could have gotten an explanation for. It, it's entirely possible, but they did not go any further than that. So it is entirely possible there was a story. But it never made it to yeah. the screen. Okay. Either way, I now officially know too much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess we cut to a montage of getting ready for the date. You need a montage. <laughs> 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 yes. uh, this like, movie is heavy on montage. It, it really, yeah. really is. It is. What, what, what happens in this one? So it's This one is, he's trying to get ready for the date, which is that night... By the way, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so this he's is working yeah. out well, next, yeah. with Jane Fonda. He's trying on ties. He's trying on ties. Who, he's who, a new suit. Which it's a it's a Jane Fonda workout video, but she is specifically talking to, to him, him. saying yeah. Leonard. Yeah, I lost it. That she's like, yeah, yeah, come on, Leonard, get it going. I'm like, is yeah. the fucking TV talking to him? <laughs> yes. yes. Is this the game? Yes. Le- yes. Yeah, yes. because then Joe Don Baker comes in in the tape with briefs the, him. with the yeah. sphere, which we haven't ever heard of, and all of a sudden there's a sphere that it sounds like we were supposed to have known about, but there's a sphere, and then we go back to Jane Fonda, but there's this montage of him trying to get all svelte and shit. And he's got in, his ties and like in sixteen hours. What was with the What was with the uh, the Asian man who was like his tailor? Because like he's like he he's like fitting him, and then he goes like he needs to pull the sleeves Why off, he and he goes hiya. Because racism? Yeah, but what mm. the fuck was that about? I have no idea. That's yeah. mm. funny because he's Asian. <laughs> I suppose so. And, and like, what else happens? It's like, yeah, he tries That's on the it. ties. Like, all um, of them, a and lot then of ties. he he's and then there's four different women giving him mani pedis. That was and they're weird. all blonde. And they're all blonde. Uh, um, the, the butler shaves him with like, like a full, a, can, a full of can of <laughs> shaving cream you know, yeah. on his face. On his yeah. face, <laughs> he, um, you know, he he gets like a facial mask. Underneath a giant portrait of himself. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and we assume all the time he hasn't slept before this date. Right. Cause, no. Because no. when we cut back, you know, he's he's ready to go. Yes. It's, right. It's, it's date time. Mm-hmm. The whole shaving thing, by the way, looked like a, like a right guard commercial a couple I times because it, it has like shiny close up of his hands, like getting the aftershave and all that shit put into it. Right. Oh, and then he had Evian and Perrier in his shower. Right. 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 There was that. Like a knob that you turn right. and Perrier is what he actually takes the shower in. Mm. It's not water, it's Perrier. Right. We get it, you're upper class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you live in a mansion, we get it. So he and his butler, they get in the car together. He wait, 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 wait. Oh, Before they get in the car, they yeah. do this little jump together off the stairs. It's the cutest thing. Oh, they're walking side <laughs> by yes, side down the so stairs cute. and then they jump off the last... Two. Step. Yeah. As soon as I saw, and that, then like, turn and smile. come down the <laughs> final set of stairs, yeah. and then both jump off the it last one. It was so cute. I'm like, okay, there were little, little glimmers of fun stuff in this, little yeah. bit. Yeah. So yeah, so I like that. So, <laughs> so, so they they walk out to the car where the where the uh, the butler's gonna drive. What was the butler's name? Frain. Frain. Okay. Okay. I want to give him the respect. I like that character. Yeah. So yeah. he uh, so Frain like drives him in his car across the street where his wife lives. That's like. The joke. He li- he moved away yeah, as, she, far as, she, as far as he could. Yeah, as far as he could. She is literally two doors down. Yes. Yeah. And and what did she do for money? By the way, like, does it ever establish like no. w- where her? No, uh, no. she it probably also, took most of his when she left. Well, sure. right. It pl- it also never explains why she has said yes to this dinner at this time. No. Hmm. It's been seven After years. After seven years, or well, anything mm-hmm. that follows up, either like whatever. Well, yeah. No. Right. So anyway, so she says yes. Yeah. By the way, he enters the mansion. Like the staff all greet him warmly because they all like him, and he 
goes into the, into the dining room with the flowers and waits for her to arrive. And it has this dramatic entrance for her because you see her like walking down the hallways. Like you don't see her actual yeah. face. It's setting her up to be like some big reveal. And I looked up her IMDb. I didn't, I didn't recognize her from anything. No. Anybody else? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that was all about. The fact that like, hey, whoa, that's what his wife looks like. She's really I, 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 for a second, I thought the reveal was that she was actually secretly Medusa. Yeah, that Which was. That, yeah, I thought right. that's where we were great. going, right. but yes, no, but it no. wasn't. I was just, oh, yeah. no, I don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and then we had this really weird scene, guys. I didn't get this. I didn't know if it was just a joke or if she was just like out of, like, it, well, yes, it tended to be a joke, but like, mm-hmm. is she spiting him by what she does? Because they yes. have a conversation. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. She's telling him every single thing but that she wants him to, that he wants to hear. Like, I, I, I miss you. I want you back. You sit at the head of the table where you're, that's your seat. But she starts like picking up the food and like the soup and like just like. Well, yeah, she's, she, she pours him wine and then you think it's, oh, she accidentally spills some on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's no problem. He wipes it off, whatever. And then she ladles the soup out and then pours it on his shoulder and all the way down his sleeve. Mm-hmm. And then just stares at him. Exactly. But the expression on her face, I could not read That's it. That's the problem. I thought, is this still supposed to be accidental or is this intentional? Right. It, I, I could not read the intention of the scene at all. No, no, me neither. Me neither. And again, like it's it's framing it like it's supposed to be out of spite. Right. But, but her reaction doesn't. But, well, I think part of that is the actor. Yeah. Um, but also then she pours spaghetti on him and then when he leaves we see that there's lettuce so there must have been a salad so um yeah it's so yeah but it was that was part of the main dish her right. his favorite whatever dish. yeah this Crab shrimp and thing, rice yeah. thing was well, shrimp and rice right yeah. and so but that's the thing it's like okay so it, if we had gotten a reason why tonight she said yes and that we had any explanation of her building up to this, and then if there had been some explosion on her part, like don't call me instead back of this, don't right. call me back right. at two in the morning. Exactly. Every day. Right? Instead of just this calm, I'm gonna cover you with your dinner. Uh, it made no sense. Yeah, and that's what I'm like. The the shrimp and rice dish did not work for a face plant. You know, no, I, no. I mean, if you're going to shove food in their face, it, it needs to be something Alfredo. that's going to stick right? like <laughs> really well. I mean, like, and it's like, what? I mean, she smushed yeah. it into his face and then when she pulled it down, there was like there was a couple of pieces yeah. of rice on his face and that was about it. And then yeah. when he walks out of the house to get back into the car, he is covered. There's more food on food. him when he leaves yeah. than there was actually put on him yeah. in the dinner scene. Because I, I guess know. makeup was just like, it is. it doesn't look funny enough. <laughs> this is a bad. It's almost like well, this is there's a, bad a reason. Joke. Yeah, there's a reason. The right. scene was not funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because the intention was completely lost. Now, if they had kept the grits, because Duchamp said, "Oh yeah, the grits," <laughs> they, yeah, then the, the grits would have been funny. Yeah. yeah, I agree. He is now signed up for the mission. He's now mm-hmm. like you know again galvanized into, into action, and so he decides to seek out this contact of his called the nurse. Mm-hmm. He always sees before he goes on a mission. Let's set up the scene. So. He goes to like it's like a trailer. She's park? a trailer park in Oakland. That's where she lives. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah. <laughs> Which looks like a war zone. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's terrible, and it makes you wonder. Well, it, is Oakland. It, it it makes you. Oakland's not that bad. No, <laughs> it makes you question her skills because I mean she's always been right for him, and why isn't she living in some place better? With with her three kids in the loft part of She's this little, best kept secret, little yeah. of a bus. trailer, tri- yeah, bus yeah. thing, and he, we get the setup that he never understands a th- single word she says, but he's trusted her 
every time he goes. And then we find out why he never understands a single word he says. She says it's not because she's cryptid. It's because... She's speaking a completely different yeah. language. She's yes. speaking Albanian. She does, yes, she which does is not speak English. Hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> which, by the way, side note, I've, I've only seen this actress in one other film, but it, so it was kind of weird not seeing her face all cut up in this movie. What movie was Unforgiven. That? Unforgiven. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I recognized right. her from somewhere, but yeah. I couldn't. That was it, yeah. Place, uh, it was yeah. Unforgiven. Yeah. I liked her. I liked mm-hmm. her, too. Oh, I thought I did she too. was great. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked the the conceit of her, you know, mm-hmm. like he's like, yeah, he's like I'm just going to yeah. I'm just going to take the things that you give me. And, you know, he, because he because it always ends it always up meaning ends up, something at some point. Yeah, I would have liked to have been in the room like for her audition, to be honest. Right. Like, yeah. Like, like how did she audition for this? Yeah. Like, like what, did, what did her sides look like? <laughs> <laughs> did she have to learn it phonetically? Yeah, exactly. So then we get to this next montage where he's back at his home and he's suiting up for battle and he's got all this shit. So if you want to, yeah. So he's got the the Porsche tank. We sh- we're we're introduced to the Porsche tank. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's got this whacked out suit on. Mm-hmm. The, the, the space looking. The suit. space yeah. looking mm-hmm. suit. Yeah. With the space looking helmet. Yes. That yes. says ipso facto on the front. Yes. yes, it does. And so he's got these underarm missiles. Which when when he when Frayne put them on, I was like, well, how did he put his arms back down? But he did, so it was fine. Whatever. And he's got these wafer-thin, wafer-thin grenades, which made me think of Monty Python. As it should have, because there are three specific Monty Python references in this entire movie, and this is two of them combined. Wafer-thin. Because there's wafer-thin from Meaning of Life (laughs) and the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. Oh, right. Yes. From Holy Grail. Right. Mushed together, together. into one joke. Yeah. So he's, he's got all this stuff. A, waffer, a, a wafer yeah, thin the, the, grenade. The, the oh, knife boomerang. Yeah. Boomerang yeah. 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 <laughs> the Australian boomerang knife. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> As opposed to the Norwegian less, boomerang Let's right. s- specify that they're yeah. Australian. And uh, he gives them clippers. Yeah. Uh, hair clippers, which yeah, yeah. come in because handy. Because you never know. Because you never because know. Because you never know. Again, like, it, it was kind of like a, I think it was a little bit too subtle, but there was one joke that I kind of smiled at. where The world's smallest camera? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can't find it. I like that yeah, too. The world's smallest camera. Yeah. Look, 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 look. Oh, oh, oh here it is. It. Yeah. So, yeah, but then as he's walking, <laughs> Frayne, yeah, I guess it's a thing that they do. He, so Parker sees the nurse first, and then he has Frayne do his speech, which goes from the charge of the light brigade to Winston Churchill to Richard III to John Wayne, and then the translation of love in Latin. Yes. (laughs) The the word love. Of love in Latin. (laughs) And I had to stop and pause because I was like, I know these speeches, but I wanted to get them right. Yep, <laughs> and Frayne is so earnest about it. That's what I love about it. It's a pretty good mm-hmm. John Wayne too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he did a great it John is. Wayne. Yeah, and that was his. That was his. You know, you've got this, sir. You've, you're gonna get him, boss. Yeah, and that it made me really happy. I like to think that was his audition. Right. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. I also to add because like yeah, he gets into his car at the end with the the giant tank gun on top of it. But like as much money as this guy has, he just drives like this dirty old car. Like I saw it, I'm like, what a piece of junk. You see all these nice like luxury automobiles that he's walking mm-hmm. past, and then like boom, is, is that the joke? 
It's a Porsche tank. Yeah. Well, yeah, but because the the car he rode into his was wife's house was amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that car was amazing. This is it's a Porsche tank, so it's a Porsche <laughs> In tank. In need of a paint job. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he, he gets, gets himself to international tuna. Yes, he gets himself to international tuna. <laughs> And they're like, they're, they're like, let's kill him. And he's like, no, no, let's let's wait, let's see what he does. And so he just starts firing all of his arsenal at the front gates, everything that he has, pretty much. Uh, he blows up a box, I think, at one point. <laughs> I think and, he, and that's about it. Yeah, he ruptures and he ruins like a chain the fence. tank thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing it. Yeah, because he f- he fires three different bullets from the the tank gun on top of the car. And they're and speaking of Monty Python, they look yeah. like they were hand drawn in. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it was. The, so the first yeah. one hits, explodes. The second one hits, explodes. The third one ricochets and blows, blows up the gun, the gun, the tank yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole joke is just like he used all of his things he just suited up for, and now he's going. And the smoke clears, way. and the door's still standing. Yeah, yeah. but then and then they thick door, thick door. Yeah. And so they open the door to let him in, and then he goes inside. How, can it please, how the hell did she see him? Um. <laughs> okay. We don't know. Thank you. They didn't explain okay. it. I, there may have been a script lying around in her control room. <laughs> it's just all, well, all we see is her sitting in her chair in her control room, right. but she's just looking out a window. Right. That's she's not saying. looking at video monitors. Thank you. So I'm just saying. Okay. Apparently, she just has, she's omniscient. She yeah. Okay. So they let him inside, and uh, you, I, I, I make a note. You see some like really cool ass animals walking around. You see a zebra, like yeah. an anteater. I'm like mm-hmm. animals, yay! yay. It's, it's, <laughs> yep. That makes me happy. We meet like these thugs of hers, these vegetarians. They were like ripped away from their mother at birth, and they were they've never had like a piece of meat pass through their lips. It's, did, did anyone else? Feel like we were in the whiz all of a sudden, uh, and yeah. Eveline yeah. and the crows. Yeah, they looked like to me like either because then there's performers. a dance number. Yeah. Yes, but so. like I said, like the whole thing was actually fairly well set up. It was, yeah, you know, until the dancing started. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like the the you know, it was it was fairly moody. It was it was okay. You know, it was like all right, well, this could be something, and then. Well, then, then it happens. Yeah, um, she even calls for her dancers. Yeah. We, sh- we should, we should call back. Like with that whole scene with the nurse, like she does give him something. She gives him ballet, ballet. shoes. She gives him ballet, ballet shoes and a, shoes. a box with a uh, a bee in with it. A bee, a bee in, in it. it. Yep. <laughs> Point shoes, which yeah. men do not wear. Which he's confused about, but he right. takes with him to go yes. into battle because she's the nurse. I guess she knows what she's doing. Yes. And I guess it pays off in the scene because he puts the shoes on. Yeah, because because it's a straight up fight scene, Mm. Uh, and they are kicking his ass, and he can't do anything to to combat them until he puts the the ballerina shoes on. Now, the effect that happens on these objects is it magic? So it's like a Tinkerbell fairy dust effect. Dos ex machina. I, like because I was like, oh, are we? It's in a... plot magic. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I think that's what it is. I think any time where it's it's like the little sparkly thing appears over the object is how he knows. Ah, now it's time to use this item, and then things will work out. It's, it's like, like Blue's game. Clues before yeah, Blue's right. Clues. Yeah, basically, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So again, this movie still doesn't know what it wants to no. be. No. No. Because okay. now, because now we're switching between sci-fi and fantasy. Because yeah, right. he yeah. puts the ballet shoes on, like he stumbles, but then it's like revealed that he's a proficient dancer. Well, and then apparently he would, he had, yeah, danced with Barishnikov yeah. in the 
Russian ballet. And, and I was confused. Like, did he learn to dance or were the ballet shoes magic? So that, right? So he spent yes. this time with... apparently <laughs> both. Everything. This is the weirdest remake of the red shoes ever. Yeah. D, all of the above. Okay. And I know right it's here. too nitpicky, but I was like, men never wear point shoes. They don't learn to dance on point shoes. Mm. Because it's only in very specific reasons. Well, no, yeah. And but even when he had them on and showed him doing the yeah. dance moves, it was so obviously not, not him. Right. No, yeah. but it's, it's okay because it's funny because it's a grown man doing ballet. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, and I do yes. remember, too, that Medusa, like when, yes. he's like, when he puts them on, before he actually starts dancing well, quote unquote, yes. she says, clever. Stupid, but dumb. Clever, but, clever, but, but it, dumb. But why yeah. was it clever to begin with? Like, what, what prompted her to say that before you actually see him dancing with them on? I, I, it was when she said, strange. mango me. Yeah, no, and, and, <laughs> and, and great me, which took me off. But yeah. Uh, yeah, she was having, she had some fun lines in between, but like that one was very puzzling, that one in particular. Like, yeah, he starts kicking their asses by dancing well, and it's very bad cutting because it's like, it's, it's, it's quick cuts. It's like sort of action y, but it's not like quite. It's like it's too close where you actually can't, literally can't see anything happening. Mm. Yeah. And then he uses the clippers to. Oh God! He shaves a giant to, chicken man. Yeah, to take the Again, feathers off. And of you're right. It's like the Wiz or like yeah, or like, like uh, Neverending Story Two. Uh, oh. Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know what that reaction was supposed to signify. I, 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 well, you, you said, had like a range. I of, know because. <laughs> I didn't mean to use the N word. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, all right, so Leonard also gets shot in the shoulder a couple times with two bullets. And he just kind of shrugs it off, like you don't actually see it come up again until later. But uh, he, he tries to sneak out of the room by hiding it with a pack of ostriches, which was weird because he does it. He stands. He stands out like a sore thumb. Like I don't know how they miss him to begin with. So he just moves through. He goes to the B room, mm-hmm. which is labeled the B room, and mm-hmm. inside is the is the sphere that he needs the the MacGuffin, and he opens the thing it's got like a queen bee inside the box that the nurse gave him and so he opens it and he puts it inside and you hear like romance music and then like i guess it's the queen bee like basically making them all her subjects and so that lets him get into the room to take the sphere yeah so he opens the door and she flies out and all of the bees follow yeah yeah and then he escapes with the sphere so so are we not are we going to gloss over the creepy part where he goes can I watch? Oh yeah, yeah he I didn't say that. Oh god, and makes kissy faces at the at because he wants the, to watch. Yeah, he's he's having show sex. them your garter. It's like yeah, it was very strange. It was wow. And coming from Cosby again, it it right. gets even creepier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh god, context is a bitch. Mm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So he escapes with the sphere, and um, Medusa finds out. God, this was dumb. Like she goes in there, she like goes into the B room. She finds out that it's gone, and then she, they shut the door on her for some reason. Just so she can scream and the glass cracks, mm-hmm. but she does have a very high voice. She, it's it's very unnecessary. I didn't, I didn't get it. So then we get to this extraction of the bullet scene where he's back at his home. Right. So has he? he apparently, he's dropped the sphere off with Snyderburn mm-hmm. on his way home. Yeah, we don't see that. Scene. So that we there's a complete scene that's missing. So then he's in his hospital room in his house yeah. that he's got his surgical suite. He has every room that yeah. he needs. Because mm-hmm. he's going to perform surgery on himself, well, it's his of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. It is. It's, it is it's just his literally bathroom. his bathroom. They've just <laughs> moved like a barber chair in there. Right. Yeah. He tells Frayne prepare for surgery. Right. Which mm-hmm. he does, but then 
well, Leonard does the surgery himself. Yeah, well, and anesthetizes himself by downing a bottle of whiskey. And you Which linger. was pretty impressive, actually. It was. I couldn't tell if he was actually doing that or not. It was one solid shot of him just guzzling until mm. the bottle's empty. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? It looks real. Yeah. I, yeah. I it's one take. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. definitely one take. No, I mean, yeah, like, Belushi I, did it better. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Belushi did it way better. <laughs> this gets him drunk, I guess, because he then extracts the bullets. And it's funny because he's just blathering out nonsense. Because right. He's it, right. And at this point, Joan, his daughter, uh, is trying to get <laughs> him to. Name. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's got. She's she got had previews. She had her preview, and the reviews came out, and she's trying to get. And I think the. I, I have no idea why this scene was happening, but she's trying to get him to read the reviews, and he is taking the bullet out at the same time as he's reading the review and I guess with a giant knife. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not surgical equipment. No. A giant a knife. knife. And so I think she thinks his grunts and reactions are good reactions to her reviews. I think that was the intention. That, was the that intent, is not how that it is reads. Not at how all. it reads. There's that. And then it cuts to him at her play next to his wife. And first of all, I hate this is a sidebar. I hate movies that do this trope where it's like, hey, we're going to be showing a bad play by having like people acting badly on purpose. Like you can like tell like, hey, try to act badly. Because like these actors yeah. in the show suck. The dialogue's really awkward and like it, the whole joke is his daughter, the final scene starts like taking off all of her clothes and it's making her parents uncomfortable. Right. And she even does the curtain bow. Completely nude. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But why? Because the reviews were great, right? You're getting mm-hmm. this whole thing that it's great. So why not make it great? Because I can't write that well. But, I mean, why isn't the audience full? Because okay? in movies, theater <laughs> is bad. Yeah. Theater is never well, the reviews are specifically about her performance yeah. being great. Being there, soulful. There's no right. right? It has so nothing to do with the rest of the play itself. Okay, it's just pointing out how good she it is. Just, it just mm-hmm. it seemed to me that they there was a missed opportunity there where the play could have been great, and the the thing about it is that she ends up naked. Right? right. So yeah, and so she ends up naked, and still his reactions. Are so not appropriate. He rolls his eyes. Right. It's like, like, oh my God. Like, Like, has she done this before? Apparently, this has happened many times before. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, he's Ugh. not. He's not. You're right. He doesn't play upset yeah. very well. No, no, no. He does. I mean, he. he it's yeah. He's supposed to be diverting his eyes. I. I, I think the Averting, intention yeah. was there. Yeah. He's just not very good at, at pulling it off because he does like look at the guy sitting next to him, and the guy is like, uh, uh-huh, yeah, winky, winky, yeah, look at that, she's naked, and he's like, that's my daughter. He does say that convincingly. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And then the guy's just like, hey, good for you, yeah. yay, she's yeah. still naked, you know. We cut to backstage where they both go to greet her, their daughter, and he has a talk with the director in private where he's like, "That's that's not cool, man." In front of a ton, a literal mountain of lava, lava soap. soap. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was a little weird, a little odd. I just again the product placement, but literal mountain. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, he's like, "That's not cool." And the director's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, that's my fucking daughter. He actually says the F word in yeah. a PG movie. So that was weird. But nothing. The 80s. He, he steps outside, and I guess he, he cools off because look, you know, while he's outside, we establish that the goon of Medusa is mm-hmm. also there. He'd follow him. 
and I guess he's doing his business while he's outside. Bill Cosby comes back inside and finds the cast and crew all tied up, including his daughter, and finds out that they've taken his wife. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, now he needs to go rescue her. And he has to get the, the spear. spear. Yes. He's spear back. So leave him a little hostage note. So he goes to the CIA where they are now experimenting with it. They haven't figured out how to turn it on because they're in a room with a bunch of rabbits. This is where my hobo is. Right. Hey, hey, I'm back to scene. <laughs> I really don't know. So I didn't know he was my hobo until this scene. <laughs> so in the first scene that we see the CIA guys, there's one guy who's always super negative. Yep. And he is, he is the game over man <laughs> from, uh, uh, for Bill Paxton. He's the Bill Paxton for this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and we're back at Aliens. Um, so, Madison. <laughs> so they're trying to get this rabbit to react. <laughs> so they can't get him to react and they're like, well, maybe it's the wrong rabbit. And Madison's like, I knew it was the wrong rabbit. And then it, it, this is when we find out that Quellish is the, the when the CIA finds out that Quellish. And so, <laughs> so he, everything he says is negative. Everything he says, I knew it. We're all goners. So he's the game over man. And he's the truth teller. In this movie, <laughs> for yep. me, yeah, right. <laughs> and so he is my hobo in a barn, Madison, played by George McGuire. Okay. Yes. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, because he, he says that, and like all the rabbits start attacking them, and it's it's really this is a and weird here thing. is our third Monty Python mm-hmm. reference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like they are dying. There's no blood, yeah. right? I, I didn't know how but to read that scene. I didn't either because it's really violent. He just mm-hmm. attacked the CIA. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just killed all his friends, presumably. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He just yeah. left them to die. So, yeah, so that was a very disturbing scene. But funny because Hobo and Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and so I guess we uncover Medusa's ultimate plan. She's like planning to release a bunch of concentrated chemicals into the atmosphere? Or the San Francisco I think it was the water supply. The water supply. Into the water supply. Yeah. Yeah. Leonard goes in his tank car again to go rescue her. Which the gun has been miraculously fixed. Repaired. Yes. 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 Well, Frank's way. just that good. Yeah. But the nurse is there with him for some reason. <laughs> oh my oh God! No. Right. So so. You skipped a bit, though. You know, they're driving out to, and and Frayne is in the car with him. Yes. And oh, they're, yeah. they're looking at the chemicals, and and Frayne's like, just looks like you know dishwashing liquid. And they go, ah, bright idea. And they go to Safeway <laughs> and they get three different colors of oh, dishwashing yeah. liquid and put it into and the thing. Like, ha ha, we've replaced the chemicals with palm olive. Right. And then, and then, yeah. you know, they they drive past the the bus of, of uh, the nurse. Of the nurse, Leonard looks over at her, and she looks back at him, and then they pan back over, and then she's sitting in the car with him. Yeah, and Frayne and the nurse have swapped the places. <laughs> yeah. Which again, is it magic? What the hell? Yes. <laughs> yes. What is what does the script need at this point? <laughs> that. That. <laughs> okay. Yes. But what does she actually contribute? I forget. She contributes melted butter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She contributes okay. hamburger, patties, hamburger patties. Hamburger patties. That's where it's the meat. And the raw and the hot dog. Yes. One of my favorite lines in the movie, you know, is she hands him the, the frozen hamburger patties and he's like, oh, frozen meat. Okay. Let them thaw. 
Right. Let, Let them, them thaw. thaw. Yeah. And it's one <laughs> of the right, few right. things. It's one of the few things she says in English. In English. Yeah. Yes. She says spanky spanky earlier. Yeah. Right. And, but yeah. So let them thaw. So it's during this whole chase scene, by the way, where we see the the, the tank car, you know, mounting that that jump that we talked about earlier in the mm-hmm. film that we see at the top. So we, then we cut to him back at her base, but Medusa's returning the sphere to Medusa, and I guess it's like that's the whole dishwasher. Yeah, they, it reveals that you know she you know she says, oh, you think you're clever replacing it with dishwasher liquid? What you would think was in there in the first place? And, right. You know, it was, she said it she was, could put Yoohoo in yeah, it, and it, it would, would still work. work. And, you know, the thing was like this catalyst. Some you said you went thing. to college. Yeah. We get this villain monologue from her where she just says villain. She does the villain yeah, monologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she locks Leonard in with his wife in the room with killer lobsters. Lobsters, yes. So lobsters this is where show the puppets up. puppets might have happened. Okay. Oh, these were definitely puppets. These were puppets. Mm-hmm. I mean, puppets! there were some. <laughs> I mean, there were some live lobsters, yes. but most of them most were, of them were puppets. puppets. Yeah. I got excited there. Because earlier in the movie, I'm thinking. Oh, maybe there are puppets. <laughs> and then there were. He gets them to go away by using the melted, melted butter. Melted yeah. butter he threatens them with melted butter. And they're like, no. Which was <laughs> and they all back off. Okay, like kind of fun, funny in like a like Muppet show kind of way, I guess. Right. right. Then they abuse the joke in a little oh, bit. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. It's like they do the same joke in a second. just with And he picks one up and he uses its claws to cut through the, their, the tape that their hands are bound with. Medusa, back at her control room, she's she's about to pull this lever about, that's going to release all the chemicals into the bay, and they they ride in on horses and stop her just in time. And while they're fighting each other, you know, everyone's fighting one another, they're playing hot potato with the sphere. He gets approached by, Bill Cosby, Leonard, he gets approached by these vegetarians, uh, these big, you know, muscular guys, and this is where he pulls the, the raw hamburger meat out of, oh God, I can't believe I'm about to say this, Bill Cosby pulls his raw meat out of his pants to ward off the vegetarians. Yep, that's a thing that happens. That is a thing that happens. And he's going, meat, meat, meat. And then he throws it on them, and it burns them. And it leaves the the 100% USA beef brand on their chest. (laughs) So dumb. This is dumb. Clever, but dumb. Yes, indeed. And and then there's like that one, the, the big... Head honcho of the of the muscle. Man Ray. Was it? Was His it? name was Man Ray. Man Ray, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. And, and the raw meat doesn't work on him, and so, so he pulls his 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 raw hot dog out from his pants, <laughs> and then like wiggles it. At, I'm not kidding, people. <laughs> no, he wiggles, he wiggles it, it in Man Ray's face, <laughs> and Man Ray says, "A little meat doesn't scare me," and, and right. takes a big bite of it of Bill Cosby's raw hot dog, and, <laughs> and ex- his, his head, head explodes. explodes. His head fucking explodes into sawdust. Right. So was he a robot, or was he made of sawdust? So there's just a headless body then flailing around. Acting! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and props! Clever, but, but dumb. dumb. Tries no, I wouldn't even go clever. That's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes dumb. absolutely it makes no sense. absolutely no sense. Leonard like, starts to, to escape, and then he's confronted by Andy, Andy. who's like... Pulling like an incredible Mr. No Legs, and like he has like <laughs> machine guns in his chair, and like, yeah. and then I guess he just pulls a Jack Napier because he falls into like the chemical vat, and he's like never seen again. Cool. I mean, like I guess it's cool that you made that character competent. You gave him something of a purpose. I like he's my favorite character. So I'm glad to see right. him get a cool out. And then he's your hobo. Well, yeah, I, I would say so, but I, no, there, there's there can only be one hobo, but he's up there. He, I'd say he's. He, oh yeah. He was second place. Which, by the way, it was a much cooler death than what Medusa got because she's just hanging out somewhere and like the chemicals just get poured on her. And that's well, it. Th- th- that's 
before that, w- yeah, sure. when when Andy falls into the vat, uh, Leonard comes around to the wheelchair and finds the bottle of Alka Seltzers. Right. And I was like, oh, well, after you drink all that, you're going to need some of these, and throws the Alka Seltzer into the vat, and the chemical starts blowing up and spewing all over the place and he's like aha chicken clock so then he runs around and starts throwing alka seltzer into all of the vats just to make sure that phone stuff was fun it was i liked that that made me happy so but by doing that all of the chemicals just start foaming up and then eventually start filling up the entire factory yeah because we have to have an explosive exactly yeah and that's i guess what sort of kills medusa because she's just somewhere and she just gets covered in chemicals, and that's it for her. Yeah, a big, a big tub of goo falls down on top of her, and then we yeah. never see her again. So it was Eveline. Hmm? That's why it was Eveline from The Wiz. Liquid got poured all over her, and she disappeared. I thought you meant uh-huh. Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Eveline. Oh, yes, but I thought yeah. she was mispronouncing Eveline. No, uh, well. Eveline. Eveline, of course. I'd be surprised it's the Wiz. If, if Adina brought you know, a, a He-Man reference. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a really long time. And then we get to that ostrich escape. He's riding an ostrich out of the building. And you see the explosion and like he, the ostrich is like flapping its way to the ground. And the CIA people are back. Yeah, they're so fine. they're not dead. Right. Everybody's fine. Yeah. Except yeah, with a couple of cuts. And they maybe. forgive him. They're completely yeah. forgiving him. Yeah. What happened the, to the sphere, the, by the, the way? Is the, what? is the sphere? Did they get it out or is it, it exploded? Yeah, it exploded. It exploded. He yeah. shot it with the underarm missile. So, so the yeah, fire they, they yeah. threw it up in the air and he shot his underarm missile. At it. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they threw it. Yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, because um, yeah. Frain's got him. Yeah, got his yeah. underarm yeah. missiles yes. and he shoots him with the. Then how did he get off scot free? Like what? What happened? Like like why is the CIA like? Oh, you're cool. No, they don't. That, no, Joe Don Baker's character is yelling at him, saying, "You'll never mm-hmm. work in this town uh, again." Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there is no consequence. There is no consequence. There is no consequence. He's just He's yelling at him. Yeah. Is like, how dare you blow up the he sphere? An angry we'll, captain. We'll, I'm yeah. angry now. Yeah. And then we cut to this <laughs> diner back no. at his restaurant. I guess. I guess it's his restaurant. Yeah. Everyone, like yeah. claps. They enter. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. And it's just like a dinner with like you know what's his wife's name? Uh, it's um. Let's see. Oh, people shit. have it. Yeah, <sighs> wife. What's you don't know her character's oh name. I do. Adina. Uh, wife wife I do. Parker. No. Oh, Estranged shit. wife Parker the first. Oh no. I honestly do not Allison. remember. Allison is her name. Allison. Her name being stated at any point. It was. It was. It was on the phone. I'm not. I'm not yeah. doubting it on was. I'm just saying I do not remember it ever. Yeah, Allison is her name. I thought you just called her wife. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Allison and Leonard are having dinner, reconciling, I guess, and it ends with her just like a b- dumping a bunch of shit on him again, like a bunch of food. After mm-hmm. he tells her to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. But that's when the tone really changes at the end because it, it turns into like this heartfelt moment, and a lot of it's in part with the music, and then it cuts to credits, where in between the credits, it's just her dumping more stuff on him. Yeah. But again, right. it's like playing this like really... And he's dumping a lot of it on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I guess it's a joke, but it's like playing this like... Like sentimental music, it's very totally it's strange, and and that's the end of the movie. There's no post credit scene that I saw. no, there wasn't, and that's pretty much it. So let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then come back with some trivia. And we're back. Some trivia on this movie, uh, Ben. You had some of the numbers. Okay, so it had a budget of twenty four million. Of which it earned a box office of four point six million. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was I was just looking at it, and uh, the cinematographer was Janda Bond. Yep, Die Hard, bitches. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. And, and he's done Speed. a shit ton of stuff. Yes. He directed Speed. Yeah. Twister. Yeah. And Twister. Yeah. And he's he's a kick-ass action director. Yep. And yes, cinematographer. Mm-hmm. And so... But that whole kitchen fight scene, though. I know. I got some awards for this movie. Razzie Award nominee for Worst Director, Paul Wieland. Razzie Award for Worst Supporting Actress, Gloria Foster. Razzie Award winner for Worst Screenplay, Jonathan Reynolds and Bill Cosby. Uh, let's see. Razzie Award winner went to Worst Actor, Bill Cosby. And then, finally, it won the Worst Picture, and which went to Bill Cosby. Yep. That's cool. Adina, you had some cool shit in this movie, apparently. I do. I do. Okay, so Elmer Bernstein did the music for this, you guys, and Elmer Bernstein's done a shit ton of shit. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. And Peebo Bryson is all over this bitch, and it made me super happy because I love Peebo Bryson. Uh, Victoria Thomas cast this movie, and she has cast every Quentin Tarantino movie since Django. Okay? She yeah. she cast tr- True Detective this season. Okay. Okay? So she's the shit. And then we, we talked about Moses Gunn, and this was the creepiest thing I found about Moses Gunn. Now, f- before we get to that, the woman who played Jefferson, her name is Ga- Grace Zabristi, yeah. and she's been in... I've seen her in a lot of Tons stuff. Everything. Of stuff. And you'd, yeah. you'd recognize her if you ever watched Twin Peaks. That that's oh, a huge yes. thing for her. So all these actors who were in it for the most part are still Good. acting or yeah. did really great shit. Mm-hmm. So um and then I noticed the color dye tech was McCormick and Company Shilling. Mm. So the Spice Company, y'all, helped this film with color dye tech, whatever that was. So then here's the creepiest thing that I found. So Moses Gunn, who played Giorgio, his final IMDb credit that is listed, Homicide, Life on the Street, the episode is Three Men and Adina, (laughs) spelled the way I spell my name. Wow, okay. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, (laughs) Are you a ghost? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) And it was, I think it's like 1993. Homicide, that's his l- final credit. Wow. And Three Men and Adina. So I'm a little creeped out by it. Okay. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, that's what mm. I got. Zip, did you dig anything <laughs> up? No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and. Uh, actually, I've got a couple, uh, couple trivia things. Yeah. So right before the movie came out, Cosby started bashing it. Because basically it was you know, during the press he tour. Saw it. He, because he saw it. You know, yeah. and it was terrible. He knew, and he, oh, and he his name was all over, over it. it. He produced yeah. it. The sto- It was based it on was his, his story, story that yeah. somebody else wrote the and screenplay. Then, you know, he, and, and then he started bashing it. And then years later, uh, Powell Weiland came out, who was the director, you know, you know, came out and said, yeah, it was a terrible mistake. When anyone gets into a, that position, Bill Cosby's position in the, of power in the 1980s, they're surrounded by sycophants and no one tells them the truth. But Cosby just wasn't funny. I couldn't tell him directly. I'd say, it feels slow. And he'd say, you worry about construction, let me worry about funny. Oh, damn. Oh, this is before snap. the movie came out? This was during the, mo- during during the, the filming, filming of the movie. Holy shit. Like, no, like, nobody could come up to Cosby and tell him, this isn't funny. No, I mean like like when he said this like publicly. Oh. That's yeah. When the director the director said this later, like okay, much okay, later okay. after Cosby was in prison, yeah. probably. Cool. Um, cool. <laughs> you know, he can't get to me now, and couldn't affect his career anymore. Wow. But wow. yeah, it's it's just apparently like all sorts of onset infighting, and that 
pretty much tells you everything you need to know about how that script came to be. I'd say yeah. so. You know, it's just like nobody could tell him no, or this is dumb, or this is a bad idea. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only somebody else? had. That's it. Let's go to best line, worst line. My best line was from, uh, <laughs> until I actually learned his name, I wrote it down as like Ronald Reagan guy, because like uh, Andy, because uh, there was a couple of shots where he looked like Ronald Reagan. My best line was when he goes, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cause he just, just like that, because that was the whole tie-in with the Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. It's all he says the entire movie. Um, uh, my best line actually was towards the end when Medusa realizes she's completely losing control. You know, we had the scene before where she says, mango me, and someone hands <laughs> her a mango and she eats it. And then grape me, and someone hands yeah. her a bunch of grapes and she just p- puts, puts it, it in, in her face, face <laughs> and starts eating the grapes. Uh, at the very end, when she realizes she's completely losing control, she says, banana me. <laughs> And someone immediately just sticks a peeled banana up into the screen, and she just grabs it with her hand and smushes it. <laughs> and that was my favorite part. I suppose my best, uh, besides the frame says, but to be fair, she did discover you with a 19-year-old, whatever that... This is when uh, Man Ray is presumably tying up all the cast and crew in the theater, and Leonard Parker is trying to get his shit together, and so Frayne is narrating, when you've survived vicious vegetarians and taken a bullet from your shoulder, you don't need your daughter flaunting her full frontal charms to an audience of strangers. Good, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, because Frayne is just so sympathetic. Yeah. I love him. So that was, I guess, that's my best one. Uh, probably best line for me is clever but dumb. Yeah. yeah. That was close. <laughs> yeah. Clever but dumb. Nice. Simple, direct, to the point. Uh, my worst line. There was a lot. Uh, this is tough, but I probably would say the one that just brought me out of it the most was towards the end when he's going to go get the spear from the CIA, and you just overhear Joe Don Baker's character say. I need that sphere. I want to rule the world with this thing. I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty rough. Bad. My worst line is not necessarily the line itself, but everything that follows is, would you like to meet my vegetarians? Uh, it's just, no. no. Uh, I mean, I. It, it's not a great line Mm-mm. because they're just called the vegetarians, but then that introduces the group of people dressed as animals and then the weird ballet thing happens. So just no to all of it. (laughs) Mine was, and this comes right at the top again, frame. This was, I believe the first recorded instance of a CIA agent being eaten alive by a rainbow trout. That's it. Yep. So, so for me, it is when they're checked, trapped by the lobsters <laughs> and they just start chanting melted butter yeah Ugh. at the lobsters it's embarrassing it's just it it's just embarrassment squick it's hard to watch all right and now for would you rather i guess a reminder for those who are 
new to the season, I suppose, which is all of you, because this is the third episode. Yep. <laughs> this is where we describe something that we want to do that's slightly better, just slightly better than watching this movie again. I would rather slather myself in melted butter, actually. Actually, not even melted, just like, you know, like softened, like softened butter sticks. That's, I would rather do that. Butter or margarine? Then. Oh. Parquet. <laughs> you filthy mix. Okay. Yeah. Then watch this movie again. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather be roofied and taken advantage of. <laughs> and now that we're from our great. sponsors. Jello pudding. Not by Bill Cosby. <laughs> I, I would rather butterfly kiss Bill Cosby's gross ass cataracts. Oh. <laughs> How? Why are you weirdly so weirdly specific? specific. <laughs> but I like All it. All right, Ben. Oh goodness. <laughs> um, I'd I'd like to go back to New Coke <laughs> rather than see this. Movie. Wow, that's that's harsh. Oh. That's oh. harsh, man. Oh god, that is harsh. Wow. But fair. Nice. Mm-hmm. But fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that being said, what did they do right in this movie? Some of the yeah, some of the physicality. I thought there were some really mm-hmm. specific, really cute things that happened. I think Frayn, that guy, was great. There was some really. I mean, there were some people in this movie who knew the movie they were in. The casting was pretty good. So I I love that. Um, that's. I liked the lobster puppets. Yeah. And the animals. It was nice. And it, I it, I. Was it was important to me to see that at the end that they monitored the the care of the animals and nobody seemed to be hurting anybody and so I thought that was good so yeah. that's what I like for me it's definitely the music yeah I I loved, loved all of the music all in this it. I loved all of the original uh, pieces that were that were written for the score uh, nice use of classical pieces in there I mean there mm-hmm. there's there's several classical pieces that are used throughout that I thought was very good uh, even when he went into surgery they started playing the St. Elsewhere thing yes. yeah. which yeah. I thought yeah. was that hysterical was, that, was um, that was great because so I recognized it immediately and I'm such an 80s child yeah, I know. and then of course all the Peebo Bryson songs yes. are great <gasps> So yeah, uh, the the music was fantastic. Amen. I mean, like I said, I, I to echo Dina a little bit. I, I like the casting in general. I thought, aside from perhaps Bill Cosby and um, and yeah, his wife Allison, I, I I thought everyone was pretty strong. I love Frayn. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked Medusa. I thought I, I did too. Like I I appreciated her voice in the Matrix, but this movie made me really appreciate how like unique and cool her voice actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me wish I like had like grown up with like seeing her more. She she was in the Cosby Show a couple times, yep. but mm-hmm. beyond that, not a whole lot that I'd seen. Yeah, but uh, no, I really appreciated that. And yeah, the animals. I love me some animals and movies. Of course. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Ben? Yeah, I like, go uh, with, with the casting. Casting was very uh, actually very well done. Of course, with a couple caveats. And when they actually decided to do comedy bits, they kind of worked. You know, like bits like World Science Camera. Or stepping over uh, Monroe, you know, things like yeah. that actually worked, which shows that there was some idea there that just kind of got 
buried under ego. It was mostly bits done by people other than Bill Cosby. Than Agreed. Bill Cosby. Yes. Yeah. If it oh, yeah. was yeah, Bill Cosby was doing, doing comedy other than Bill Cosby, it was great. Yeah, if it was some sort of bit that he was attempting to do, it just didn't work. No. Yeah, I guess what's left is just for Zip to uh, give his ruling on the flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> There were several things to like about it, but I mean, as we said from the beginning, the the main its main crime was just being boring and not being able to keep a consistent tone. And so, it, is it the worst movie that we've ever seen? No, not on this list, not by a long shot. I don't really want to ever see it again because it's not one that it's so bad it's good kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's nowhere near as offensively bad as I thought it was going to be. So I can go fairly low on this one. I'll give it a two. All right. And there you have it. That's it for another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Ben, thanks, man. Yay! Yay! I'm glad I was finally able to make it out. Where can we find you? Well, uh, these days I design games, specifically for Last Chance Escape Games, which is in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, if So if you are in the area, come in out and check us out. We have three games and you actually may hear voices from the cast in one of them so, what yeah. yes yes Ooh. thank you for coming on it was a pleasure to have you and uh indeed yeah that's it for another episode uh once again brought to you by head games entertainment your ultimate source for digital series podcasts and more once again i'm jack i'm zip i'm adina next time surf school <laughs>